y'all. It's the Pretty Dope Ish Podcast with your girl Lola B. Ed McLevin. And your boy Ignite. Let's get it. It's your mid your midweek break <laughs> to adult shit. Um, so put your kids to sleep, walk your dogs and all that shit while we talk about real shit, life shit, and most importantly shit that's on our minds. Yeah. Today we're gonna be talking about societal pressure after we do our recap of uh this weekend and Sweetie's Day and any mm-hmm. other information. Our little lovely Ed McLovin want to share with us while he's smiling over there. Um, uh, before we get too deep into it, make sure y'all all share. Um, it's, it's a button there. It says share. Click it. And then, um, yeah, that yeah. would be great. Like, we would really appreciate like, that. Like, share, subscribe. All that. Tell your friends to watch. Family. So maybe we should just all stare at the camera for a second while they, like, share. Share. Let's get these views up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So... Um, the nightcap word of the night is going to be pressure. So if pressure. y'all just tuned in for the first time, y'all, I'm going to tell y'all the new, the, uh, what's the instructions to the nightcap word. Anytime we say the word pressure, you need to take a sip of something that you're drinking or take a hit of something that you're smoking, unless that is cocaine. <laughs> and then don't keep doing that because it's going to kill you. And if you die, um, we're not responsible and we don't want you to die because we want you to finish watching the show. That's people drugs. Yeah. That, but yeah. that is for every time you say that, it make me laugh every time. Every time. Yeah. It's real serious. Like, I would hate to be like, yeah, do your vice of choice. Every time we say pressure, and then I'm like, Drink some pressure, lane. pressure, 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 pressure. And Somebody then now, like, <laughs> you're completely gone. Hey, hey, drinking lean, beating, fell asleep, watching the show, everything. Like, what? Yeah. So, um, starting off with this weekend. So, this weekend was Sweetie's Day. Did anybody celebrate? Since it's for the men. Um, I actually didn't realize it was Sweetie's Day this past weekend. Um, I wasn't here. I was I was in Houston, but I guess I did kind of celebrate it. They don't celebrate Houston. They don't celebrate yeah, Tuesday in Houston. They don't. Anyway. But I, uh, it's a northern holiday. Mm-hmm. It's a Michigan holiday. Midwestern. Yeah. Yeah. It's Ohio. Michigan. Midwest. Michigan. Uh, Ohio. Michigan. Uh, what's the other one? It's Wisconsin. Oh, Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, I guess I don't. <laughs> I don't know. But um, I had I spent I spent the whole day with this Indiana. girl in Houston. Okay. Lover boy. <laughs> Ed McLovin is where you get the name. <laughs> he was McLovin this uh, weekend. Yeah, it was cool. It was it was a good weekend. It was un- it was unexpected. It was unexpected because you don't really I don't really meet people who I could be my hundred percent true self with, you know. So that was dope. It was dope. It was a lot oh. of fun. It was awesome. a lot of fun. Uh, my sweet day was pretty smooth. Uh, went to the Apple Orchard, did a little honey uh, zombie paintball. Oh, I would fun. never recommend that at Blake's. Remember, it's child friendly. But um, other than that, uh, nice little time, you know. But you know, <laughs> other than that, it was a good, good weekend. Sweetie's day, definitely for the fellas. You know, I've I, I seen a lot of fellas get treated real, very, very well this past weekend. Okay. I will say, shout out to the ladies because a lot of y'all did show out this weekend for y'all fellas, man. Yeah. Show the appreciation of having a good man to take care of y'all and do what he's supposed to do. Oh, oh, oh. Societal pressures. Right. Um yeah, I don't have no niggas or no dudes. So I didn't do nothing for Sweetie's Day. Nothing. And apparently I forgot it was Sweetie's Day and then I woke up um talking to one of my friends. You know, I like to call people my hoes, but they're really not my hoes. Um and uh I wanted some pancakes and he was like, Okay. So he made me pancake. He made me breakfast like it was pancakes. Was so eggs. you got treated for Sweetie's It was bacon. Yeah, and I was there like the whole day. And then he actually called me out and he was like, I made you breakfast 
and you ain't even wish me happy sweeties and i was like what no i wish that to you right when i started talking to you at 30 that morning what you talking about but um i did make up for that because you know i'm an asshole at times and um i went to the oasis hot tub place mm-hmm. and, um, yeah how was that dinner it was it was very cool it was it was a very warm tub yeah. it was at night <laughs> Um, yeah. we were in the, um, Singapore suite thing. Okay. I don't know if y'all did y'all, did y'all mess around in the, uh, hot tub? Or do you feel like that's nasty? I'm, I'm a virgin. I don't understand what you're talking oh. about. Oh. No. You're saving yourself a marriage, I see. Um, no. Nah, I'm currently celibate, so I'm not doing any messing around if anything with anyone. Oh. Um, but there was some, uh... What made you decide to be celibate? Societal pressure? <sighs> pressure. Oh, it's like so much pressure. I don't even have nothing to drink. So I'm gonna need y'all to drink for me. Um, I got Gatorade. What's up, Tiff? You know something is weird. I, I don't um drink on the uh, I don't drink on the show anymore. So that's what's up. Don't yeah. do that then. Um, sorry, my phone is just being weird for some reason. Yeah. So are societal pressures a reason why you celebrate because of uh, um, the way men treat you or I feel what like you're dealing with? yes. So a little kind of. So I really feel like. If I want to be more than just a fuck buddy, then I gotta stop fucking. So yeah, I, I can I, understand that. I know. That, that's about. I know. Because I I felt the same way about like I ain't want to be a side nigga no more. You know, so I yeah. was celibate for like three months. I know it's been since July. Was, damn. It's been so difficult too. It's yeah. so difficult, but it's okay. Cause if I just keep all these niggas from my house and I don't go nowhere, just be me and my cat. We'll be good to go. Uh, <laughs> cat lady. <laughs> yeah, don't be a cat lady. Don't be a cat hey, lady. Hey, Tanisha. Um, so, we're going to jump into this. Oh, oh, so you said you got good gifts. So, I think one of the weird things about Sweetie's Day is that, like, this is the one holiday women think that, uh, like, vagina is the perfect gift. But if you were to just give them dick for Valentine's Day, all hell would break loose. Vagina is never a perfect gift if I get it every day. Yeah. Or enough. If I, get, if I get it enough through the week, that shit is definitely not a gift. And let's just like, what about if it's like extra nasty, fancy with a bow vagina? Still, no, not I'm a gift. Extra nasty, fancy with a bow all the time. Like I don't know. Like I love sex, so I'm like, I, I feel you. You're not about to just give me sex and then and be like, all right. Yeah. Happy Sweetie's Day. I'll be I'll be ready. To but for Sweetie's Day, you know, any gift that you give a man, you know, as long as it comes from the heart, should be, it should be appreciated. It should be appreciated. You know? I think so. So if vagina came from the heart, then it's appreciated. No. No. Technically, you said anything. That's anything but it, vagina. Yeah. It, it, like, not even like not even head count is a gift on Sweetie's Day. Like, and I'm not trying to be not, an asshole. Now, now, I would say a threesome is a gift. <laughs> oh, okay. A threesome is a gift. That's a lot of sweet that, that's, that's you giving him somebody else's pussy. See, not yeah. your oh, pussy. Oh, there we go. Okay. There we go, yeah. Because Additional like, pussy. You got, you yeah. got to be fair because how would you feel, like they said, if a dude gave you dick on Valentine's Day? You got to be accountable for being treated how you want to be treated. No, I totally agree. I don't agree that women should be like, yeah, this pussy is your gift for Sweetie's well, right. Day. I'll be ready. Um, I'll be mad as hell. I have been doing... I've done things for people on Sweetie's Day that was nice and shit in the past. Nice. I, I mean, I can't remember. Like, I don't be having dudes. So, oh. I'd be forgetting. It'd be more like, I'm going to pick a person. Oh, here, let me spend some money. And that's just it. So, it usually be like dinner and like some other shit. I don't know. I know I, I know my best gift. I know my best gift for sure. This was like, I was young. This was with my ex-fiance. Because I didn't even realize, like, we was do- going to do shit. But we, like, did, like, 
dinner and a movie at Birmingham, and then okay. she like, That's like she like she she um like catered to me the whole day. You feel me? Woke up, woke me up with head. You know, and that that's was something I've been asking for 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 our relationship for a long time because she ain't like to give head. <laughs> um, but she woke me up with head in bed and breakfast. You feel me? So I'm mm. like, was it breakfast in bed with the head? Like yeah, they all come at the same time. Yeah, it was it was it was like she brought the breakfast in there and then woke me up with head and then said, Here's breakfast in bed. Oh, that's <laughs> like, adorable. Oh, Sounds like okay. a good time. It was. That that, was, that was as soon as you got done with the head, oh yeah, yeah. good time for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> it's right there already. It First thing you wanna eat and then probably went right back to sleep. Empty <laughs> out and fill your stomach, huh? <laughs> well, uh, she also bought me some shoes that day that she bought me some Tim's. Uh I was happy about that too. Uh, then we did. Uh, she bought me some weed too, and she ain't even smoke. Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. Good you know, um, hopefully, hopefully. And, right. and no grammar weed for a gift. Huh? Yeah, you know. And then like, cause I mean, she, she don't smoke weed, so weed. She, she don't know. But you know, she got homeboys to smoke, smoke. So oh, that's so her side nigga told her. Uh -huh. like, I mean, maybe if she had a side. Back then, she didn't have. I was I mean, you would have said that, but like 24, yeah, it probably was. <laughs> sad, no, it but, um, shit, then we did the little dinner and the movie shit, and we had drinks. They served us food and shit. It was dope. It was actually, that was like the best Swedish day I've had, for real, for real. Oh, Definitely until the best one. Now, next year, you're going to be in Houston. Yeah. You may have the best Swedish day ever. Oh, yeah. well. I if you remember like, what it is, it's not going to be. Just not forget. Huh? I be forgetting that Sweetie's Day really is no. like outside, like really not outside of Michigan. No, I, I was uh, like, I ended up going to the club this past weekend, but yeah, it was it was a good weekend. It was definitely a good weekend. That's awesome. It was a good week all together, but. Yes, you were gone. I'm very happy to have you back, at least. Yeah. Glad to have you back weeks. for the next yes. few weeks. At yes. least the next two weeks, so, for sure. Like we said, we're going to start talking about societal pressures for this mm -hmm. hot topic. Um, just in case some of y'all don't know what societal pressure is, it is the expectations that affect the entire community or specific parts of it, like the pressure to get married or have children. Mm. So. Yeah, so what are some, so, so some societal <laughs> pressures that I can think of, you know, um, especially growing up is one of the main things as far as going to school, as far as college. Mm -hmm. um, they tell you that you yeah. Not gonna be successful unless yeah. you go to college Bingo. and things like that, and that's not necessarily true. Not now. Um, not not even back then too, because there are a lot of skilled trades that you can learn outside of college that will make you more money than going to college. Mm -hmm. For instance, being a plumber is a skilled trade. Bingo. Mm -hmm. At the and end of the day, always make bank. At the end of the they day, always make bank. You're gonna make money from that. That's just, that's something that nobody can take something from that too many people are not doing because they look at it as a nasty job. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to having a degree, it's so many people that's be in competition for that same degree or that same job that you're trying to get that you might fall short on. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you have a skill or a trade that somebody can't take from you, I can take your degree from you to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got, like, I went to college. Unfortunately, I didn't graduate. I got friends that have graduated and are very successful. I got friends that have graduated are probably in the same position I'm in or in a worse position. Mm -hmm. You know? That societal pressure of saying that school is the only option, I believe is yeah very wrong. I agree. I definitely agree with that. So, in this work group I'm on, um, it was a post, and it was two different ones. It says, you could be Jim. He has a bachelor degree in philosophy, $100,000 in student debt, can't find a philosopher job, and <laughs> believes people without college degrees are stupid. Or, you could be Joe. 
um, have a four-year paid apprenticeship, no student debt, earn 80k annually, and disconnected Jim's electricity for non-payment. So shady. Y'all get it because the first guy was name was Jim. And um, so what was crazy is that this was posted on the um, like my job site from working from home and where I work in the daytime is typically a lot of us have degrees at minimum associates and then mm -hmm. most everybody else is going to be bachelors and masters and um, people were like really torn by that and I totally agree and then I'm like if I knew what if I knew what I know now then I would have got a trade mm -hmm. saved and stacked money from there I also would have took my first two years out of community college and, and I would have paid too. for my last two years or however many years in cash from all the money I didn't stacked up with my trade um, because I just I agree like I just feel that um, oh, how do we share this onto our own page again now I'm not saying don't get an education yeah. not yeah, at all that's not what we're saying it. you, need, you it. Really need it but what I'm saying some of us might have skills or things that we're actually good at that we can actually make money at and be successful at and be happy with you know, we have to find things that we can be happy with doing. One thing somebody already told me, find a career that you're going to be happy with doing for the rest of your life. And that's the thing. Mm -hmm. You know, some people like pressure. doing plumbing. Some people like working on houses. Yeah. Some people like being on TV. You know, yeah. it's a lot of pressure with finishing school and having that degree because I ain't going to lie. Being the second oldest of seven, the rest of my siblings didn't go to college. Okay. For a long time, up in Pumentary, my brothers passed away, things like that, I felt like a failure to them because I didn't finish college. When uh -huh. I used to come home and things like that, they used to be like, I'm gonna fuck about college, nigga. Uh, nigga, you ain't finished college. What the fuck that shit? Be? We need the same fucking spot. You know what I'm saying? That shit made me feel a certain kind of way. Like, legitimately. Like, it was so much pressure on me, like, you gotta go to school and graduate. You gotta go to school and graduate. Yeah. And then when I didn't, I was shell shocked. Like, it was like, what do I do now? How do I make my family, my siblings believe that there's other ways, granted I didn't graduate from college. See, see, like my my thing with college, like my thing with college is like I I actually re re enrolled in college uh, this past semester, and I and I I withdrew and dropped all my classes like three weeks ago because I realized fuck that I'm not going to college I make more money than people with degrees some people with degrees not everybody with a degree but I make a lot more money than pe some people with degrees you know now granted. Most jobs do want you to have a fucking degree, and you don't even need it. It's like it's some, it's some people making a hundred grand in no in a field that has absolutely nothing to do with their career, but they have a degree. So they got the degree just so they can say, "Ooh, I completed it and I did this." I mean, I I don't like. It's just college. a way to say that you follow instructions. That's how I look at it nowadays. Yeah, so, like yeah. you know how to follow instructions. Yeah, one of um stay in the structure. The guys, what did he say? Um, shit, I can't even fucking remember. But I have a degree in psychology, and I absolutely do fucking nothing with it. Oh, that's what he said. He was like, you know, going to college isn't just about going to college. Like, you have to be strategic with what you go to college for. And I think that is important when you look at the battle between college and trades or whatever. Um, and like, you should know, like you said, you should know what you're good at. Because if you're good at nails, then ain't no nail course in college. Yeah. That's a trade. A college trade. don't necessarily make you smart. Like you said, it just yeah. means that you, you was did. able to regurgitate the information that you retain out of the books. 
I don't think some people, I think some people definitely be like, oh, you're not smart because you didn't go to college. But I think people who go to college, like, that really knew that whole struggle, they not thinking that. I think it's like, sometimes it's a little insecurity that people who didn't go to college have, and then they instantly just get irritated when somebody mentioned college. Like, I, I really agree. had that situation before when I'm like, oh, when I was in college, right, because you were in college. Hold the fuck up. I can't help it that I was getting drunk for fucking forty thousand dollars, okay? <laughs> While I was pretty in much. If that's pretty what much. you wanna be angry at me about, like would you like the degree in the debt? Like, like it doesn't make any sense. Well, it's, it's sometimes it's the reverse of that too. You know, you have the people who went to college who give off that uppity energy because they feel like they're better than people because they went to college. So, yeah. I mean, you do not, have some of not, those people, but yeah. so well, I would say knowing a lot of folks that went to college, a lot of them don't. It's a misunderstanding because we come from, especially if you're from Detroit, we come from pretty much nothing. Yeah. So when we see yeah. people, we see people go off and be successful, and to a certain extent, change and and. Be to, for, for their environment, we say they're being bougie or we say that they're being uppity or things like that. And that's just not the case. It's just my surroundings has changed. So my like, my things that I want to yeah, be around. I didn't, I didn't do all of these things to, to, to better myself to stay the same. To stay the same. And it makes no sense to do that. Yeah. To do no, that. Nobody goes through, nobody evolves their life to stay the same. Like it literally makes to. absolutely no sense. That's like the definition of insanity. Like doing the same thing over and expecting different results. I'm not, but at the same time, it goes where you become the five people you surround yourself with the most. You know, so if I see all my friends selling dope, uh, scamming, robbing, drug dealing, then eventually I'm going to be that dude too. Uh So if I want to be a millionaire, I'm going to surround myself with millionaires. That's just going to happen. Bingo. Uh You know, like, because we're not going to be talking about, man, dog, you 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 got some crud? No, we're going to be talking about, man, what you hear about the latest uh, new stock? What what, what you hear about uh, Neo? Uh, A lot of folks got a lot of problems with that, too, fitting Uh in. Fitting into the the stereotype of different type of clothes and things like that. I I think that's another one of the, like, a big societal pressure. Is like image? Image, you know, because it's like... I don't rock name brand clothes like that. Like I wear my own shit most of the time. Like if that's why when I move, I'm getting me a little t-shirt pressed and I, I, I say, I'm gonna get the whole little setup you got. You feel me? And I'm gonna just order a whole bunch of shirts and make them bitches myself and we'll have something different to wear every time. You know, like I don't need Gucci. I don't need Louis. I don't have to have a Nike hoodie on. Like just your name. Like, At the end of the day, just your name. I think that's what people get wrong. Like, cause people have on five thousand dollar outfits and look like fucking clowns with two dollars in their bank account. But mm-hmm. I have, I can have on a literally over the summer. Uh, I had on like my outfit literally minus my watch was like twenty five dollars, shoes and all. I had on twelve dollars shorts, a five dollar shirt, ten dollars shoes. What was the ten dollar shoes? I'm just curious. I didn't know they could get ten dollar shoes. Yeah, they, they was some um like some boat shoes. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, like, but, I feel bad but it's so much pressure yeah. to be like everybody else, to fit in, to mm-hmm. to yeah. keep an image, to to showboat on social media, because that's what a lot of people are doing. Yeah, that's Especially it. since the pandemic been going on, and folks been uh, getting that uh, unemployment money. Off. Yeah, that everybody off. been 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 flashing, been flashing money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dog, did y'all hear about the dummy who uh who ran up one point five million dollars? Oh yeah, they made a rap video. 
Idiot. Damn, and made a rap video about dummy it. Dummy of the day. I hope I hope Charlamagne well, made him donkey of the day. Did you hear about uh, uh baby blue? Baby blue from Pretty Rich. Who about to go to jail for real for real? Because this nigga didn't did a whole twenty five million dollar scam on some uh COVID uh protection, the uh, paycheck protection thing, and the other loan or whatever, and went and bought him like some car and some other shit like. That's because stop trying to be like celebrities, y'all. They no, just like the rest no, of us. No, Baby Blue was a former celebrity. He probably he like now. he was he like was a 16. love, love, <laughs> hip, love and hip hop type nigga now. Even more me? reason why you don't fucking go embezzle twenty five fucking million dollars. Like you not like you. A, I'm just <laughs> saying, like you know, like you a somebody. Like you're not a nobody. Right. Like not that. But that goes into the pressure of him being used to making money. Right. And him feeling like money make you happy, having and that's a very up, and that's a very big societal up. pressure. Money making you happy. Mm-hmm. A lot of folks believe that money make them happy. Yeah, but it really doesn't. A lot of times, money make a lot of more problems. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, my it's about keeping problems. up with the Joneses. Big. That's the whole pressure, yeah. like to keep, keep up, up with, with the, the Joneses. Joneses. Yeah, and now he about to be keeping up with uh with Jimmy or somebody <laughs> over there <laughs> in a prison cell. About to be keeping up with Bubba. <laughs> so on the trend, what we were saying about image, I think that like men have the pressure to like look a certain way as far as clothes whereas women have the pressure to look a certain type of way physically yes um and visually and i think it's super unfair so do you like do y'all think it's unbalanced or do you think that y'all have also the thing to look visually uh not i mean well i gotta i gotta keep like my hair nice i gotta keep a haircut you know but i do that for more myself because it makes me feel good but Visually, no, because girls like fat dudes, skinny dudes, chuck, girls like all type of dudes, you feel me? So when it comes to, like, women physically, like, dudes, now it's it's, it's the, uh, what's that, cookie cutter. Like, all the girls want the same body. All the mm-hmm. girls want the to be snatched. The Caitlyn Jenner's. No, the Caitlyn Jenner's. My bad, Jenner's. <laughs> I hope you not. Jenner? Jenner did. I hope not her or him. I mean, but they want to be like the Kardashians. No, Kate. Most, oh, most women. <laughs> What's the other one? Bruce? Jenner? No. no uh, the, um, Chloe? The, the, no, the popular one. The other one. Kim. No, well, her Kim? too. Kim. The other one. How are we? Re- Kylie. 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 Yeah. Because when you said Kylie, I was going to say Kylie. Oh, that's what I meant. Kylie, that's, that's what, what I, I meant. <laughs> Kylie. People want to be want to like them. Yeah. That's what most women want to like, especially yeah. white women. It's crazy. So, and... So I'm in this plastic surgery group on Facebook, so it's funny. Because I was just nosy. I'm real nosy. Yeah, so you um, just join random and, fucking groups on Facebook. Yeah, I do. And sometimes I just be wanting to throw an extra D on these bitches. Like, just sometimes. <laughs> um, or just make the Ds be up here and not down here. And I want my nipples moved. But that's, you know, that's not a societal pressure. That's because it's weird when, like, a dude sucking your nipple and you're looking down. And he not, like, right here. Anyways. Oh. So, um... It's, <laughs> y'all don't know the struggle. That's it. No, Cross-eyed nipples, huh? You don't want you. No, I don't have no. First and foremost, we're she's not saying her nipples, nipples, her breasts are I pretty big, and her nipples are down here. Thank you. So she likes for her niggas' nipples, nipples to, to be, be up right here, here when they sucking on them. So we get the point. So she could be looking down like. Oh yeah, my god. Yeah, like it's weird when you like. I'm looking down at the floor, damn near. Not that my titties are down at the floor, <laughs> but that's my exaggeration of how I feel in the head. So yeah, is that no. a pressure? So you said that's not a societal pressure. That's not a societal pressure. No, not that part. That's okay. a like, I want my nipples to be a certain place. Now, where I figured I wear my nipples should Grand be, could be from looking at other people's nipples. Like, 
my nipples don't sit there. But anyways, and I wanted nipple rings, and like you can't, it's not, you gotta not, have a certain spot. But I know girls who titties hang down to their belly button, and that shit. You gonna, you gonna talk trash about them? No, you gonna put them in pressure to get boob jobs? Nah. I mean, so, no. <laughs> but um, no. Nah, so in this group or whatever, it's up. like all these different women. I mean, I'm thinking. I think today I saw she had to be 16 or something like that. And I know for sure I see some 18 year olds. It's like, oh, um, I want a BBL and I want to get snatched. And you have all these women in here, literally all trying to get the same body type. And it just. Yeah. At first, I didn't think anything else of it. Like, okay, who don't want a little bit of butt? But then it's like, damn. Like, I don't know if they are trying to get this body type because society has said this is what the ideal body type is and that you're not about to get nobody, do nothing, be big or anything if you ain't big in the top, thick at the bottom, and small in the waist. Because this is the same body type. But that's the on point always pressure yeah. as far as women. Like, I, yeah. they want you on point. Plickety plow, plickety plow, coconut. Mm -hmm. Coca-Cola bottle. Like, boom. It, it made me think. Like, So I didn't really so, care about women going to the Dominican Republic and getting asses and shit like that. That's irrelevant. Like, what you need to do for yourself. This, this is the body everybody wants, pretty much. No, that's like calm. Like, these women, I'm talking about they want, like, it's ridiculously how thick they want to be. But what made me, like, start to get kind of sad is was saying how it was like every single person I granted it's a plastic surgery group so yeah. that's the goal from the beginning but I know so but many I don't girls like I know so many girls from the hood who got those but like I had a girl come in today and buy some furniture and I know she had a you do you just see like, it so naturally now and it just sucks it's like it's, I don't know if you got that shit through working out or not cause it's actually some girls who go to the gym and work out day. but you don't gain yeah. hips and thick ass ass. I mean, that's if they like had kids or something that's like true that. That's to like, like naturally make you, spread. You, you but gotta look at uh, what's her name? Kathy right, Doctor Miami, Tanisha. Kathy Dretman. Like she was like a stick, but now she's strapped. Like she's strapped, strapped, and she got it all through working out. Cause her husband, um, I forget his name. I feel. But, I mean, I don't know that person, but that's cool. But yeah. like, it's a person on there now. Like they were saying, like, oh, this is my ideal body type. She went so far, or whatever. And the first thing it was like, oh, she had work done. Like, oh, she just lost the weight. Yeah, she lost the weight. She did lose weight, but yeah. she also had work done. Yeah. But now she posts videos of her working out. That's totally not okay because what you basically just did is you went from being fat to super thick. Now you put in the image that you worked out, but you're not putting the image that you got mm. your body done. And now you got these little girls who may be like sticks yeah. like why everybody like exactly why like to me that creates a whole other pressure for like our generations that's coming up because they don't see natural body types anymore they think that the things that they're getting done is natural body yeah. types and you know it's probably been women who've been getting their asses done a while like this ain't just new nah. or whatever and it's always been Never. you know butt nah. shots and stuff but i think before it was detectable. We know you got yeah. ass shots. Whereas now it's so undetectable. Like you assume because yeah. some shit is off. Because it advanced. You know, you know yeah. what the bitches gotta go through. You can't sit on your ass for six weeks. I mean, I don't like a fake. I don't like a fake ass. I don't want nothing <laughs> fake. I want but like to be real. what most of what they doing now is they just move fat transfer. Fat. Yeah, they just moving. That's all the. Uh, I mean, I guess that's not that bad though. When you just transferring your own. Exactly, Tanisha said it's a lot of them cash dial, dream dial, Nicki yeah. Minaj, Cardi B. Exactly, and it's but. Yeah. So like, I expect. I Megan, do y'all think Megan? Y'all think Megan body fake? No. I don't think so. No. What about Tracy Ellis? Y'all think her body fake with her? She, the real Tracy, like Tracy Ellis Ross. Yes. Yes. No, that's real. But so like are those like those body types like I'm okay with, but like I just think it's scary that 
like little girls literally don't have a lot of like figures on tv and everything to just show like it's okay that you got a little pudge here or it's okay that you got a small little dunk and your shit ain't got a plate and a whole thanksgiving dinner i love women i'm for all women you embracing whatever shape you have i have a friend from michigan state d-lo d-lo kind of big and she displays it to everybody and i love it because she Mm -hmm. has so much confidence in herself it makes her very attractive bro you have like, to period. be confident you gotta period. be confident i would say this like granted the girl that i met her body was really nice but her shit all natural you feel me but i realized this like the way i look at love i feel like you need to marry your best friend mm-hmm. um so i'm not i don't know if I go strict, now granted, you are attracted to what you attracted to. That's just natural. However, it's like attraction changes, though. You know, you know, because if I marry my best friend and she's just everything I need, if she gain weight or whatever, hey, hey, yeah. like, hey, 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 I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna stop fucking with her because she gained weight. That's my, that's my partner. That's my baby. I mm-hmm. love her. You know, like I love her through whatever. You know, but some people like. You gain 50, 60 either. pounds, I'm not fucking with you no more. So women had that pressure to be like, like you were saying earlier, snap back yeah. and to get, after they had kids, to get their body back work because they feel like they men uh, or things like that don't look at them the same. Danielle said she boosts her daughter confidence up every day because her mama dragging that wagon. Hey, look. She do got a big butt. And you know, so the whole, I think confidence, like the whole societal pressure and confidence is a big thing because... When people like instantly meet me, oh, somebody's dragging me down somewhere. Thank you. Um, uh, when people instantly like meet me, they just think I'm like super confident because I talk a lot of shit. It's totally not who I am. Um, and it was like a few years ago, I was talking to my friend, and then she said something. I'm like, what? I'm like, that's totally not who I am at all. She was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, bro. No. Like, don't let this like super like confident person fool you. But like in the past few years, I will say like I feel like I got a little glow up because I have been feeling a little bit more confident and. It's made me feel like at first, like I'd be like, "Huh, I do want to lose a little bit of weight just because I'm chunky and but that's, I just that, want my waist to be smaller." It, you're not doing that for nobody else but yourself. No. You yeah. know, and it's that, not because I'm looking at people's yeah. body types that I'm like, "Okay, I need my waist this small." I don't have a celebrity who I'm about to go to the doctor and be like, "Make me look like this person." I want to look like Glow. Like I want to look like myself. You know, I may want my titties to sit up more, but that's because I fucking hate wearing bras. It's not because I yeah. want them bigger and then to sit up like you know Kim Kardashians or anybody. Yeah, I just like as far as like girls with big boobs, I just don't like them bitches to be down to their belly button. <laughs> I mean, but y'all were talking about hair as far as, like, the pressures and things. Oh, yeah, beards. Beards. Oh. When the, the beards are hair, but, like, like for instance, for me, like, right now, I done had, Edward, no, I done had haircuts my whole life for the most part. Yeah. Last time I had a lot, a lot of hair was, what, ninth grade, when I had Ben Wallace throw going on. Yeah. And since my daughter was born, going on two years in, uh, in on November 5th, like, growing up and seeing women not embrace their natural hair and things that. like that, like it's that. something that made me want to grow my hair that I have a daughter because I want because one thing that a judge told me when I was getting my license together she was like uh no kids or a daughter get 100% of her confidence from her father and it made me think like and it made me think like dang anything I do I gotta do everything confidently so my daughter can always feel like regardless of what anybody thinks I'm good you know what I'm saying my hair is what it is you know what I'm saying so that's why y'all see me now I grow my hair out any kind of way because I want her to always understand that hey baby it's natural it, it, it's beautiful, no matter how you got it. 
You know what I'm saying? We have a pressure of, especially women, having their hair a certain kind of way. Yeah. It, can, it can't be nappy. It got to be laid down. It can't be puffy and things like that. See. Can't have locks. And there's so much pressure with that. Well, it's a whole thing locks now. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's the, I would say in the last two, three years, natural hair has become like No, it's been a like thing. the last 10 years. You, th- you think 10? I know. Okay. It's coming back from like, like in the yeah, 70s. In the so, 70s, it was natural hair. And yeah. now they come back 30 years natural. later. Because I'm not a fan of weaves. Like mm-hmm. weaves, uh, sew-ins, I hate them motherfuckers. I hate them motherfuckers with a passion. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, let me... Let me massage your scalp and do some shit like that. You feel me? Like I like doing that. Like that. Like that's just what I like. So it's like, no, you don't need to have a fucking twenty-two inch Brazilian Remy rock without wavy shit. You don't need to have that because it's not real. Tanisha says Lizzo, she big on her body and tell everyone it's better to be comfortable on her skin. You don't even get me on Lizzo. Hey, Lizzo oh, is listen, I confident. love Lizzo. No, I but love sometimes Lizzo. But I hate how society much. fucking... She yes, but I hate how society treats her because if it was some skinny, unnatural, thick bitches that did half the shit that she did, won't nobody say shit at all. But because Lizzo, not the natural I thick bitch, she do y'all just want to hate. No, sometimes. Listen, but I, think, who do too but much, I and they think don't get she, this I much like shit her confidence. You feel me? I like her confidence. Y'all should. I'm sorry. That's my girl. Like, I love Lizzo no. because I just feel like she gets so much shit. I agree with you. And it's like not fair because I think if she just had a smaller waist and her ass was a little bit rounder, it would not be as many niggas over here like speaking on shit they don't know about bitch you don't know about women's bodies for real for real so how yeah. about you shut the fuck up about a role that you ain't have you don't know what a fupa is okay so shut up i just get so mad and i mean it's women should be like oh such and such bro shut the fuck up too because you got a whole weave in your head i need you to sit down i just hate people who be hit i'm sorry because <sighs> i hate people you, who like just hate on lizzo like you know who yeah. i love i love ari lennox because Ari Lennox is so natural. Mm-hmm. Everything about her is natural. She got such a beautiful stand and she got a beautiful voice. You know, like some people talk about like her nose and shit like that, but it's she like she said, no, it's not fair. It's totally not it's fair. It's not. It's not. It's really not. Um, so we were talking about plastic surgery and like women and I think so it's to me common at this point for women to just get plastic surgery it's very and make surgery, it surgery, implants and uh, make it Jasmine shots. Sullivan is another one, yeah. I mean, it's. I think it's so many artists that if they were just smaller, they would they would get hyped up more or whatever. And it's totally not fair. Or it's like, why does Lizzo have to be so hyped up now because she embracing her curves instead of just getting hyped up because the bitch is talented as fuck? Okay, she's probably one of the most talented artists out here in general. Like mm-hmm. seriously. So, mm-hmm. but she got to sit up here and like be extra to get the attention. Um, to get the attention. Well, Tony Braxton, she not. She's skinny. Was she was she chunky at some point in time? No. Oh, no. Tanisha, she on something else. What, Tanisha, what are you talking about with Tony Braxton? But um, <laughs> I so mean, but with women, they come to you, they want you on point always. We want y'all being put together. I ain't gonna say we, cause I, I'm not. I'm just speaking in general as the world. We want y'all put together. I mean, we want y'all to follow now, a certain now dress we, code. Now, really quick, like it's so many so. things that it's so much pressure that society to a certain extent put on women that is ridiculous. Yeah. So, so when you say uh, be put together, as far as like, like, cause I like my woman going out a certain type of way. I mean, I know? do too. Like we all do. It's like women like they men going out a certain kind of way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I know women, that, hey, bro, your pants a little bit too baggy. Oh, yeah. Tony oh, yeah. Braxton is natural. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Hey, maybe I need you to. Yeah. Wear pants that fit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, I mean, but it's at the same time, they're still adjusting with the time, and the older we get. The more we need to adjust, and it's not always well. Maybe it is because there's people who 
like to dress and wear baggy shit, you know, and but me, I like my clothes to fit tighter. Like, I like, I don't know, like, I just went and bought like, like four pair of jeans uh, before I went to Houston and them is my most favorite jeans I've ever worn in my life. Cause they fit me. Cause I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to wear clothes to make myself look bigger. You know what's crazy is that I think we sometimes look at societal trends and we replace societal tre- we uh, we replace societal pressure with the word trend. Yeah, that's uh, what I was that's trying to get. Yeah, that's, like, that's a good one. Like that. Because like that. the whole well, certain thing, like you know, back so back in the day. The trend was big titties before it was big ass, right? So now you have all these women going out getting the biggest titties they can possibly get. Yeah. Because it was a trend. Or really, was it the pressure to fit in yeah. with everybody's idea of what titties should look like? Mm. Or whatever. And That's what the like, trend created. Was the societal was pressure? Was the pressure. So yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. That's a lot of trends create trend should create pressure. societal pressure. Yeah. For sure. I, okay. I mean, um, think about kids and being in school and, and, and having to wear a certain thing to be cool. Man, not especially in high school. High school, ooh, high saying? school. Was, not having I remember James. it in middle school. Like, what? Uh, yeah, middle yeah, school. High school, high, school, yeah. high school was a motherfucker. Like, I'm happy we were at, we had to wear uniforms. I'm I ain't so, gonna lie. I'm wearing so uniforms happy. is probably the best, best thing, thing for any school. Yeah. In day. Man, what? To a certain extent, because if you can wear dress clothes, with dress uniform, and still have your whatever shoes you want to have, you can still run into a lot of problems. But if you had a straight uniform on with dress shoes, you might be pretty good because everybody yeah. looking the same. Yeah, there's like, so much pressure. To, yeah. I feel like I felt the clothes. most pressure from in my school time was probably in middle school, and I forget because like growing <coughs> up, we didn't have a lot of money and stuff like that. So name brands is like not yeah. my thing. But in middle school, Guess was the, the thing. Guess, was Guess the shit. and BB and all that was the shit, right? And I had none of that because that's not what we yeah. spending our money on. And I had got one outfit that was a BB outfit. I swear, <laughs> any day I could wear that. <laughs> you wore a BB that I wore it all the fucking yeah, time. It was to the point like the it was yellow. And it was to the point, I think the yellow ended up getting red, and I still fucking wore it. And it was like, no, it's tie-dye, bitch, and just kept it moving. Because it was like that need. Yeah. I really felt like that was the only way for me to fit in just a little bit. Or whatever. That was back then. It, it, it is. Was. You know, cause back like, then? Like high, mm-hmm. school, like high school, for me, it was like, we used to be able to wear, we used to have Dress Down Fridays. Mm-hmm. Dress Down Fridays was the days where people would get talked about so bad. You know, so it's like, Going through middle school, like, as soon as I got to middle school, they enforced dress code when I went to, uh, no, it was it elementary? It might have been, I don't remember. Some elementary had dress code. Yeah, some didn't, you know, but it was like, I think I did a few, few years, but as soon as it was like, because we didn't have a lot of money growing up, you know, so it's like, you would know the people who parents had money or was drug dealers and shit like that in high school. Cause they Definitely. Every, every, every. Crispy, time, sharp. Every next Friday following dress code that a pair of J's came out, motherfuckers, you knew they had. Like, nigga, I had like, when I, I was happy when my sister moved to California. But that pressure so much created, created yeah. a lot of depression for a lot of people. Yeah. Totally. Um. Pressure does create depression. Yeah. That's something we have for a different time. Social media is a it is like a catalyst for social pressure. Uh, societal pressure. Oh. Because it's like you constantly oh, yeah. just seeing what everybody doing. It's like even though like they, this is what so it is put in, it's not what it is. It's exactly. so fake. Um just the one I was I've been keep trying to get to it and I keep yes, forgetting. Yes, I know. <laughs> um it was two things actually. I, I, first I tried thing, to bring it you into one of them. One first of so like the whole surgical thing aspect. I think Women getting their bodies done is like on the forefront because plastic surgery for some reason just instantly gets 
thrown at women if you could get plastic surgery to have an ideal trend body like so if six and eight packs was in because like it ain't now like men can do whatever they want but if six like you couldn't be the shit if you didn't have a six pack and eight pack and you was no way you was getting it would you go have surgery for it if it was available nah nah I, See, like, that's I mean, the other I, I like to thing. work out though. I like to work out. Like, I'm saying it don't matter how much you work out. You're not getting a six or eight pack. What you go get it done? Nah, I, I just don't. I don't because I feel like it's too much shit you have to go through. If I can make a wish and be like, I want my body to be like this. I have an ideal body in my head. Mm. I definitely have my ideal do. body in my mm-hmm. head for sure. You know, just like you got your ideal body in your head. If my waist can be a little smaller. I blah, just want blah. my waist a little smaller. I Everything just, else can be the same. I low-key just really want my body back from, like, 2017. You know, like, mm-hmm. that's it. And But I know how to change it and get my body back to that because I was there before. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have discipline, you're not going to be able to get bodies like these Instagram models and... Uh, I mean, most folks on this is probably Instagram most of that is probably fake. fake. Yeah, no, most of them probably fakely paid for them. And, so, and they do a lot of uh, OnlyFans. You know, a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. We we we, we scroll OnlyFans. Ed McLovin. You you spoke on social media being something that creates social societal pressures. Everybody go check out the social dilemma and shows how the internet and everything. It, Programs us and make us see things that we all we all be fought on the same people but see different things. Mm-hmm. You said the so, social dilemma. What's that on Netflix? Yeah. Um, so you had said something that was you tried, that you what did yeah, you do to get it? Try it. I, I got it. it. I so did. what he did was he said that he knew he could get it back, yeah. and that was the little. Uh, question i had saw on facebook or whatever so it was a guy who posted something he was like y'all need y'all help um i love my girl or some bullshit like that but she's gained about 50 pounds hey grandma my grandma is lynn y'all say hi hey grandma hey why she up at um 10:42. because she want to watch your show she really do she be getting mad we appreciate you grandma all family and friends yes we do appreciate you all that's watching while y'all watching y'all can share so other people can watch because we want everybody to watch and listen and stuff and if y'all got some uh societal pressures that we ain't said feel free to throw them out we can talk about that too but real quick so how my earring is killing me okay um societal pressure to wear big hoops is what it is um so is that really or is it just to wear earrings it's both because these big hoops like slim down these cheeks real real quick. So I've been needing that. So his girl gained weight. Yes. Look at oh you That's crazy. ignite. You just he That's be crazy. on it. We needed him, okay? He be like, we not getting off the topic today. Like um no. Nah. So his girl gained fifty pounds after right. having two kids. The kids was three and one. Mm. And he's like, you know, she's gained fifty pounds. And I bought a bike for her and some other shit, but she doesn't use it. She says she's tired. I asked her to go to the gym with me. She doesn't want to go to the gym with me. He's like, There's I so work. so much pressure he put on He's her. like, I work 12 to 16 hours a day, and she just stays home with the kids, and I still keep myself up in shape. And I wanted to propose to her, but now I feel like I shouldn't because I'm not attracted to her. What should I do? And the first thing I would say, this bitch should leave your bitch ass because That's you very a bitch ass nigga. Yeah. Like, First and foremost, like, it's so ridiculous how women are expected to just be on point about everything. Like, she has a one-year-old. I don't have no kids, okay? But you have a one-year-old. So, not only did you have a three-year-old, you had a one-year-old, which means you are three years older than when you had your first kid, which means your metabolism is probably three times fucking slower. Your body and her body change is completely and different. Two Honestly, kids. she didn't get enough time to snatch her body back the At first all. time. The After she got pregnant, yeah. Because she got, 
if it's it's going when you had your first baby, she probably she pretty much got pregnant when her her child was too. Because me me and my cousin right. had this conversation. Um, like when she had her first kid, she it took her about a year to get her body back to the way she wanted it to be. You know, but when she had her second kid, it took years. It took years, two three years. You know, and I feel like you should never propose to somebody that they not your best friend. You feel me? Like that's what, how I feel about that. So it's like, well, if if you really want her to lose this weight and do all this shit, take some of the pressure off of her plate. Like she with the kids, she staying home with the kids all day. Mm-hmm. That is a hard fucking job. job. And that's why I was like, she should fucking and like on some. I was being petty. I was like, she should leave him and put his ass on child support just because he deserved that shit. Just because she should be angry because he an Man. asshole. Sorry, that hit but that's but that's bad pressure though. Like 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 that's that's pressure that unnecessary pressure that men might put on women at unnecessary times. Like yeah. especially yeah. if she had two kids, you got postpartum, all that, that different type of thing. <laughs> then she already probably feel a certain kind of way because yeah. she didn't have two kids. Then her friends probably look a certain kind of way and she don't look like them. Don't look but like. But what about and if not she not have no friends that got two kids? But, so you're not even feeling like yourself in general. And then also, what if? This nigga just started getting his body together when she got pregnant. So now mm-hmm. she looking like you getting your body together. What if he was like a fat nigga and then turned into like a bodybuilder dude? When you I think it's pregnant, very inconsiderate. You know, it's very self. That's fucked up. Like, like because you life. literally gave me two joys. Literally. Like you, you brought and my then pretty much seed. told her that she's not good enough no more. You grew my seed. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like really? That's bold. And then that's how he compared up. her, and then like again, that's that pressure of like compare. people putting this pressure on women specifically. And I think men get the pressure, but women just get it worse. And of like having to do and be and wear all these hats. He's like, oh, I work 12 to 16 hours. Nigga, she works 24. Your point is what? What? Like, how dare you compare you working 12 to 16 hours and being able to still stay fit and her just staying at home with the two kids because she should be running around with the kids. Well, one of them don't fucking run. One of them sleeps and poops. So she's not running after that She don't have no fucking time. Like, at all. So it's like, like, okay, so you saying, he's saying, like, well, I want her to look like this. Well, she cooking all of the meals. Why don't you change up her, help her change it up? Don't force her to start with, change go, go to the gym, every go to the gym with me. Here go a bike, run, do this, here go a treadmill, here go a lift. No. Mm-hmm. Like, babe, let me let me give you some pressure off. Go ahead, get some, to relax. Once you start doing that, you can ease her into it. But at the end of the day, if that's not a passion for somebody they're not going to fucking do it when i start working out like when i when i move and i start working out again i work out six days a week i work out six days a week i eat six times a day like and i don't smoke i rarely drink when i'm working out it's like it's a whole different meat you know but it becomes my drug Everybody know, like if you really know me you know everything i do i get addicted to women weed liquor Adderall, shit like that. I get addicted to that, so Please don't do I that get. Pain. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. Clearly very addictive. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't afford it. I couldn't. That's why I would never try lean. I would never. Is lean expensive? It's fuck. Does it have cocaine? Well, nowadays codeine. it is because it's so scarce. It's codeine. It's, codeine. it's, oh. it's, it's um. Somebody made a post about that. I don't want to get off track, off subject, but yeah, yeah. like I would never. I, I, me personally, fall in love with with working out. Mm-hmm. So. If I if I start dating a girl and I don't never and I don't and she don't work out and I work out all the time, I can never 
expect or force her to start living, working out. Because that's yeah. just not one of your interests. I didn't meet you at the gym. Can't put that kind of pressure. You know, you can't force people to do the things that you want to do. And you can't have expectations for people because you always get let down, in my own personal opinion. Yes, um, I don't know if we should be calling him Duckworth or Alfred. Alfred sounds pretty cool. Alfred? What's up, Alfred? Okay, Alfred. everyone say yeah. hi to Alfred. Alfred, hi, what's going on? But yeah, you missed it. Cocaine. We always tell people don't do cocaine. Yeah. Um, because I, oh, hi, Ralph. He we said, said real quick. I just want to say, Ralph is one of my really closest friends ever. He, like, always comes to spill, kill spiders for me. When I first moved in, it was a mouse in my house. He killed that for me. That sounds um, like the uh, nursery rhyme. I was in my house. Oh, no, it wasn't a nursery rhyme. It was going <laughs> like to be a house on fire if somebody wouldn't have came. But um, Ralph is my whole... I love him to death. Hi, Ralph. Love you. Okay, sorry. This is his first time watching, so that makes me happy and excited. Um, Tanisha's clapping, but I don't know why we're clapping. She clapping in for what Edward said. Oh. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm so, like a new big love Like, I'm a little bit more mature. Thirty year old McLovin. Thirty year old McLovin. No. Um. So he didn't want to propose to her because she gained fifty pounds for with these two kids. Do you feel like it's a pressure to maintain the way that you are in a relationship in general? Like, is it fair to want to leave because you just happen to gain some weight? I will say that most in most mid relationships, things like that, people if there is a lot of pressure for people to try to look this try to look the same or still be fit. And I think it go both ways. Um with women, you know, if you gain a glow weight, your man probably wants you to lose it. With a man, depending on how the man is looking, she might want him to change his weight or change his his hairstyle or things like yeah, that. Yeah, I've definitely had and, and I've I've had pressure on, on those kind of things yeah. as far as with me and like, oh you need to grow your beard more. You need to grow your beard out more, especially when I was a little bit younger. You grow a beard, why you don't grow your beard out? And I'd be like, well I don't, I don't some people it. do be doing I don't like, want to be pressured to be a grown man yet. <laughs> I was twenty one, I don't want to be a grown man yet. I don't like, care if I can grow it in. No. So, so I was watching something on uh I was watching this Did y'all see this? This is my grandfather. He says cocaine is a cool drug if you know how to do it right when you when, when you, you know how to, when you fucking. Hey, I know. <laughs> my grandparents are crazy, y'all. You get like, drunk, put cocaine in, and you, you go fuck off cocaine. Hey, look, what you, do? Look. you know, I think I seen when I was at that place in Vegas. I'm quite sure that one dude was probably high on cocaine because he was like a little rabbit for like a good two hours. Like it's a it's a it's a hyper drug. That's yeah. why they do it after they do every other drug. Yeah. You, you do cocaine like, to sober you up. We're and not get encouraging cocaine. Yeah. I'm not encouraging cocaine. Just letting y'all know. I don't know why, but it was a lot of hearts and a lot of laughs at the same time. Um, no, don't hurt the cocaine, please. And if you do, we are not responsible. This is not pressure know. to do cocaine. We are not trying to pressure anyone <laughs> right. or tell anyone to do, to do cocaine today. Oh, you know, man. I lost, did you see all the hearts? Just man, what? Well, like, maybe they meant to press the laughing thing, but it was definitely a lot of hearts. Uh, like, cocaine? Okay, write that down uh, real yeah, quick. Do cocaine. Um, no, we're not saying do cocaine. We are. But it has been a societal pressure on doing drugs. Yeah, it is a societal it, it pressure on doing drugs. Wait, wait, wait. I want to finish my uh, thought on okay. this. Um, uh, I was watching something on Instagram. Okay. Um, and it was talking about, uh, it was a lady talking. She was talking about uh people gaining more weight now the first thing is if you're in a happy relationship i don't care if you're a man or a woman you're gonna gain, you're weight. Going to gain weight it's sure. happened in both of my my the first few months is dating you know like usually when i when i got with my ex-fiance she was small as fuck two three years in she was she was big bigger and then it happened to my uh 
it happened to the girl that I fell in love with, and now she big as a like, house. I think some. I think he's but, been doing drugs. Did y'all see this? I'm sorry. Don't pay attention to that comment. <laughs> I ain't so much because the people. I I realize that when people actually just like listen back to it, they don't know what we talking about because we're not reading what we're talking about. But, but my they, grandfather but literally just read. said, "Put it on a woman's clit." Again, we don't. We do not encourage cocaine, cocaine use um, <laughs> on clits or other body parts. So I'm sorry. I'm gonna let you continue, but I have to read that out. <laughs> That's funny. But it's like if. If y'all in a happy relationship, you gonna gain weight, you know. Mm-hmm. But it gets to a certain point, like what what is too much weight? You feel me? Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like, yeah, it's okay to gain twenty, twenty five, thirty pounds. You know, like whether you're a man or a woman, it's, that's fine. But then, like when you get to that fifty pound mark, you don't look the same no more. You're not the person that I was originally with, you know. But if I really, really love you. I'm gonna say, come on, just let's try to get this together. Let's try mm-hmm. to get it together. But you know, it is it's a lot of that. It's a lot of pressure, for sure, for sure. So I think that comes into like the unconditional love kind of thing. Because if you gain fifty pounds, like does that mean your love was unconditional? Because it wasn't uh, unconditional. I feel like go back nah. to don't change. You know, you're so child. Yeah, I, love I, you when you get fat. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace to my grandma. She, that's one thing she always told me. You know what I'm saying? She showed me unconditional love. No matter where you come from, what's mm-hmm. now? You got love. We were talking about before. You got love, caring, accept, and that's too much pressure to put on somebody to not love, care, and accept them. Like you're not accepting yeah. the changes that have come over time. You that's know what I'm saying? Like Things like that, and it's, and it's ridiculous. Like like that whole scenario just makes me mad. Like. Yeah. You had two kids with this beautiful woman, probably. She gave really? birth to your beautiful right. kids, and yeah. now you don't want to marry I, her I think that's because she up. gained weight. I think that's fucked up. Like, but if... Yeah, I don't know. I think that's fucked up. But what, what did Didi say? Didi said, uh, I told my ex he was gaining too much weight. I didn't find it attractive because it was a lot quickly. But it was a health issue for her. Which I can understand. And I do get that. It's yeah. a difference between saying, babe, you gained 50 pounds and you've been snoring. So now I think you may have sleep apnea because, you know, 50 pounds in your neck, you sleep. Yeah, whatever. That's a different way. But just to be like, yeah, you fat and I don't like it now is not okay. Yeah. Um. And, damn, what was I? I keep losing track and I ain't even drank nothing. Man, none of us been um, drinking. No. But we just said pressure a lot. So I hope I that hope y'all, y'all that's watching by now. should be playing the game. <laughs> Um, because we didn't say pressure like, like at least fifty times. I didn't think I we think was so. going. I mean, that was a good. That was a good nightcap word for real, for real. <laughs> she says. So what do y'all think some pressures? So what do y'all think some pressures? Some big pressures on men. That, money that fall out. Money is always a big money. Pressure. And yeah. I Definitely had an example for this. So it was. I'm gonna have to go into my screenshots real quick. Money is a big pressure, and that go falls into being win, win, win all the time. <laughs> you gotta always win. Period. As a man, you do. That's that's how they look at it. You know, got to be able to fix stuff, be strong, don't mm-hmm. cry, carry yourself, don't 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 show feelings, don't show emotion. Cars. So, got to have a car. Got to have a car. Basically, that's what, that's what somebody just said. Who just said that? Uh, I don't know. I can't see it right now because I'm in Tanisha. Hey, here's a person not having a car, having your own crib. Yeah. So it was a post. And it was like a guy saying, if a guy told you he didn't have any, um, he was low on funds or he was struggling right now, but he could afford, we do, um, oh, to, you know what I'm talking about? I saw that post. It I said, saw, he said, dude, the dude said, I don't have money for a date, but I have enough funds for wine 
and such such and such, and we can sit in my backyard. I mean, on the balcony. On okay. my balcony. Yeah. Yeah, there it goes. That's that's a date. At least he being honest. But it's it's yeah. a date too, you know, because it's like I'm not. I could I could cook you a dope ass meal. We can have I some could wine. Cook, we can have some wine. We could laugh. We could joke. You know, and sit under the moon off my balcony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think that, like, that would be great. But you see, he has <sighs> that, to kind of like ease it in. Yeah. Like, is that? Is it the pressure to always go all out for like dates or like no one takes you serious? I mean, I think it's pressure as far as because a lot of women want a extravagant date. They look at somebody telling them that they ain't got no money or things like that as, but, nigga, you broke. But, I can't do nothing with you. But uh, I'm about to go out, out on a date this weekend and I realize a lot of girls don't go on dates. A lot of girls don't go on dates. Not on all. real dates. That's not movies dates. or bowling. Right or or just I, I'm sorry. Like, Let me tell you right now, going out to eat. I'm sorry, it's not a date. It's it not. Can be depending. If you drop two hundred dollars on a date to Morris, yeah. nigga, this a date. Like because like, if I, I if I get dressed up to go out to eat, like so the I, amount of money that you spend is what depends. No, but Morris is not just like I get you what he's saying. Tanisha, if we not, why would I spend five hundred and we not about to be on a date and we not going together? No, That's true. I'm not. Um, I don't think it's the amount of money, but like. Morton's is like higher. That's not your everyday you yeah. want to get something to eat. That's why I say that. So like if you spend it, I'm not going to be like this not a date when I know you didn't drop this money. Like that's yeah. just super like a slap in the face. But if we go to Applebee's, like I can see how you say like that's yeah. not a date. That's like a normal occurrence that's in your gosh. normal life. Like come on, we come just on, go, let's go get something to eat, you know. Um, Ralph says say that a real date. Um, Yeah. And so then also I think that like people take dates and some they want to post stuff so people should know that like they, oh they, they I'm going to this it. date and stuff and then people kind of plan dates mm-hmm. and think like well are they friends gone are they going to tell their friends about this date and they think about how they're going to be perceived by their so it's, girls it's, it's friends pressure. the pressure yeah right. because like it's like well if I do it this way then she may tell her girls like I ain't shit or like they're going to perceive me this way so I got this pressure to stay in this bar so high and it may not even just be for the girl but it's for the girl the girl's mama the girl's daddy the girl's best friends the girl that she knew when she was two but she don't talk to because they fell out in eighth grade kind of thing like because there's a lot of pressure to keep a certain image to to keep up a certain stigma of what you want to be or what you want or things Mm -hmm. like that so you fall into and you you so worried about what other people are going to feel about Somebody take you on this kind of date. Like, I seen, like, a lot of pictures of my dude. They had the little red thing on the, in his little hallway with flowers and petals. And a lot of girls would say, I wouldn't do that because of the pressure yes, of what? with no bed, right? Yeah, with no yeah, bed. Mm-hmm. But Wait. to a certain it extent. It was a post. It was a post. Facebook. It was, like, a little post. Like, the dude, a lot of people seen it. Like, picture, he had, like, little red little thing, pillows, candles lit, flowers and bears and stuff like that. And the that person was been cool. in the living room. That is a good one. Tanisha said that's the problem that, with this generation. They want to tell everybody their business. Can we, can we, 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 we're talking a whole lot about dating, but have we determined, like, the actual definition of what dating is or what is a date? Because a lot, it, like it's everybody, a lot of everybody, type of dates, you know? and, and that's the thing. A lot of people have a different definition for what dating is. I think that's where the confusion comes in. I feel like I at. feel like this. If we going out and I'm spending money, it's a date. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? If, I, if we're if going out money? together and I'm paying for you, it's a date. If not, we're going out as friends and we're going Dutch. Well, I think that okay. a date could still be like. Y'all can still go Dutch and still be a date. Yeah. I go on friend dates and we may like well sometimes yeah, they, still a, you know, they may pick up like, the bill, but sometimes the word we the bill. is date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, to me, it seems it, 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 it's like 
is just a day that was selected that we're planning to, to spend do something. Time. Yeah, it's like we. I mean, because people play when when you and a friend have kids, you say let's set up a play date, a date where the kids can play, but inadvertently it's for you to spend time with whoever the parent. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a day. People say that they don't go on dates or wedding, uh, uh, not wedding, married people even sometimes. They don't go on dates. All that says to me is they never they specifically set aside yeah. a date for them to go and spend Do time, time together. together. Do a lot of things. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you, you know what I mean? Can you date multiple people? Yes, I believe. Dating doesn't necessarily mean uh, something that you are doing to engage a relationship. If I, have a, if I have a business meeting with someone, that's a date. It's a date that was set aside for us to do what plan do we plan to do whatever it is that we do when we meet. You know what I mean? Whether it's to talk business, whether it's to court, whether it's to have the kids play together, whatever it is, it's a date. But some people take that word date and they over exaggerate it into something and turn it into all extra career. That's how we over exaggerate everything though. Because I'm gonna date this this weekend, so wine so wine tasting. Man, you should tell me about that. I mean, I'm, I'm about I get to. get this weekend anyway. Uh, yeah, so you do. Sure. You got to. Yeah. I mean, it could be Sunday. I want to go wine tasting. Okay. I'm looking at the package. I got a group for six people. What time? I don't know yet. I'm about to figure it we out. We on show talking about stuff. Uh, we yeah. ain't what we talking about. <laughs> yeah, we apologize, y'all. We apologize. They got real we get things we like. So hey, this is why it's pretty dope. If we talk about real <laughs> shit, dope shit, shit, and just shit that just be on our minds. So. Please right. bear with us. So where where we at? We where? back on the men. We talked about money. It's a lot of pressure on men making Baby. money, being a breadwinner. A lot of men be uncomfortable. She want to go. A lot of men be uncomfortable with their women making more money in them because of the pressure of to provide. To provide, mm -hmm. especially growing up where we have parents. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of us, we I'm 30. Our parent people that was older than me, they grew up where the men made most of the money and the women wouldn't. They was in the households. You know what I'm saying? A lot mm -hmm. of guys still be in that mindset. And it's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, nowadays, I'm not going to lie, a lot of women are making more money than men. Facts. Mm -hmm. So, so my thing is, how do women feel about a dude making more, I mean, less money than them? Like, let's say you make $100,000 a year and your dude only makes sixty. Are you okay with that? That's irrelevant to me. Yeah, I don't care. For some um, women. For me, but, but the for pressure me, for your man to make a lot of money is still right. there. Like I don't like, even you don't have enough money for me. I think if my man is like making sixty thousand, then that's okay. Like, um, can we pay our bills? Do we got a savings account? Like, yeah. that's where I feel that I don't. The number of how much you make is not necessarily always coincide with how you live in. So I'm not gonna put this pressure on you if we're if our needs are met in general. Um, and I think that's another issue with like society. We put things on numbers when numbers don't necessarily mean anything. Like just because you make a hundred thousand dollars don't mean that you live in comfortably. It doesn't mean that you live in debt free. It don't mean that you drive in bins or anything. Broke. Like you could still be broke as hell. Yeah. Whereas the person who making fifty k don't got shit to pay for, and they can pay for that six hundred dollar car note to drive that yeah. bins or whatever you know. Or Escalade. Um, do people still drive Escalades? Yes, the fuck yeah. they oh, do. And them I, bitches I have a Jeep. I, I don't know. I'm going to tell y'all a pressure that I hate that y'all put on me. Okay. That we fix everything. That we can fix everything. Y'all don't fix everything? We definitely can't fix everything. And to a certain extent, some men can't. It's some of us out here that can't fix it. I, nah, nah, I'm Mr. Fix. I can fix a lot of things. Yeah. But there are a lot yeah. of people. There are a lot of men out here. They just are not taught that. They're not handy. Just not, they're not they're technically not savvy. Yeah, they're not Te handy men. No, 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 I wouldn't even say technically. Technically. They're not, they're not handy men. That's computers and shit and like you know, that. No, I wouldn't say that. You I mean, might, they're just 
unfortunately, you might have a man that don't know how to change a tire. Now, granted, everybody should know how to everybody change a tire. Everybody should know how to change a tire. Man or woman. Yeah. Man or woman. You should... You, that's I don't care if that's a pressure or not. That should be a requirement. <laughs> Every man need to know how to change the tire. Because if you in the car with your girl and y'all catch a flat, <laughs> we call it AAA, buddy. What? Listen. Why waste one of your four your four toes? I or have, have I have it in my insurance. Is the pro of that? We call and it's cool. We don't gotta know how to change a tire at all. I think I actually been in the car with a dude who didn't know how to change a tire, and we was like. It's it's okay. We both have full coverage. We just called Deanna it Deanna said that uh, I think that men will feel this pressure if he's making less, even if the woman doesn't place it on them. And that is a fact. Yeah. That is a fact. A lot of men will feel the pressure of my woman makes more than me, especially if they got friends who yeah. make more than they woman. And they like, I'm the friend. That's broke. All who the time. my girl pretty much <laughs> at the end of the day is the breadwinner around this place. And, you know, I know a couple people um, who wives make more than them. And, uh, and it's just about like a few couple dollars like that, and it works perfectly for them. Uh, it's not no issues. They take care of their business and things like that. But you know, people, I think people shouldn't fall in those kind of categories. You shouldn't let money or things like that. I mean, if you, like you, like you said before, if you, you guys are working together. Things are paid. Things are taken care of. It really shouldn't matter because all the money is going to the same household. That's like me giving my girl money or my girl giving me money. At the end of the day, we both are gonna use the money on each other at some point in time. Right. So I it's like, like an investment, I a bank account. So I like this because I think. Um, you know, clearly we have different generational standards. Um, and my grandfather said, when in his generation, we didn't care who made more money as I long as all generation. the fucking bills are paid. Because yep. I love when my wife spent a little money on me. And then he said, fuck that. Make sure you have one star. I'm about to change the tires. <laughs> um, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, it's too much. But um, see, and you was crazy because I would think that back in his generation, so he's 65, um, okay. that it would be more pressure on men to be the breadwinner and everything. I would think that it would have been way more lines drawn in the sand Same. on what, who it, makes the money and who does I this. mean, but back then, yeah, they didn't have no choice. choice yeah. Because most of the time, women weren't able to work or get in the work fields yeah. or make a Especially certain amount of money. Black so women. They had to those times. be the breadwinners to where the women had to work at home. And that's a, like, my grandfather worked at Chrysler for 30 years, retired in 2000. Mm -hmm. Ain't worked since. My grandmother, I can honestly say, was a housewife. Mm -hmm. You know, growing up seeing that, I always feel like, even still to this day, I, even in relationships, I feel like it's a lot of pressure on me, regardless of what I got going on, to make sure I'm taking care of my girl. Yeah. If I'm sticking my I, dick in I, you, I'm fucking I, with you. I feel the same way. Your responsibilities I gotta are make just, sure you good. just like they, you feel like, you might feel like they're just your responsibilities, but I'm fucking with you. We're in yeah. an actual relationship, not dating, yeah. not just fucking around. We're in an actual relationship. Your your pro your problems are my no, problems. I, I feel that. I feel like, you hundred percent. That's a lot of pressure because growing up I seen male men do that. My stepfather now is married to my mother. He does that. My mother is a housewife. She worked 30, 40 years and now yeah. she's pretty much a housewife. He carries the pressure of taking care of everything. I feel like to a certain extent, that's granted, I sometimes think it's unfair, but I feel like as men we should carry that kind yeah, of pressure. Because it's okay. certain it's certain like I, I feel like what you get in a relationship, basically when you go get married, a woman shouldn't have to go to her father and ask for nothing. Never. You know? Like I just feel like that. Like if I'm really fucking with you, like for real, like you my girl, you not about to i am I'ma figure it out what you need. 
I'll figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. But that's just what how I look at being a man. It's a difference between what society might call a but pressure. It's, also, it's, it's also just also how bingo. Up. I grew up. Still I didn't like to see my mama had to do everything by herself. I didn't like that. I thought that was weak. Mm. Like I mean, I thought that was whack as hell. But mm. granted, like my mama was a single mother. You feel me? So I felt like when I grow up and get a woman, she ain't about to have to ask for shit. She's not supposed to ask her parents. You know, she's not I'm about laying to with you every night. Why are you calling your mama and your daddy asking them for twenty dollars? Mm-hmm. Cause now they looking at me, like, what, why is he over there? Yeah, no. what is he doing for you? Yeah, right. no. Like, so my grandma—that's a lot of pressure stand. for a man. Like, women don't look at the pressure that men have a relationship, especially if you have a good relationship with your family. Yeah. And if the man, if you let's say you get in a relationship, you got a woman that's got her degree, that's doing this, doing that, and she get a guy that's actually a good guy. He unfortunately doesn't have a degree and things like that. Your family gonna look at that person, that guy. Like, what is he really doing for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why are you fucking what, with him? What is he really doing for you? What? And a guy feels that pressure. Like, hey, I need to step up. I need to do this. I need to make sure I'm doing this. I need to make sure I'm doing that because at the end of the day, he falls on his face. You don't want to fall on your face. Nobody wants to fall on their face. I agree. I totally agree. So it was the thing that you said that. Um, What's a pressure that you put on yourself? You said something, and it was a term that you used, but I forgot what I said. The pressure that I put on myself is like always being there for people that I care about. And Edward can detest that. I don't care what I got going on. I can be the most depressed person at this point in time. If you call me telling me that you need yeah. something or that, that, I'm, that you that you feel a certain kind of way, I'm going to get out of my Thank own you. feelings, mm-hmm. and I'm going to try to make you And I, I feel pressure to always... Fix a situation. I think that's and just I, always pressure make too. I don't think that's you. I feel like, like I actually have that same exact thing. Like the thing with him saying that is like I had to catch a flight on Monday and I was drunk on Sunday night. Uh, and I was me and we was together. Yeah. And I'm like Eric, please make sure I am up to get on this fucking flight. And I ain't gonna lie, I felt the pressure of that. Like I'm like, but it was like it was a lot of shit that I had to do, and I felt like him feeling the pressure of being a good friend. It was like. The motherfucker came and knocked on my window because I I was so drunk. I'm like I'm I'm on, we literally on the phone and I walked to the front door, and um I'm like I'm about to unlock the front door for you. So if you come, then you just gotta walk in. Door wasn't unlocked. Nope, it was oh, not God. unlocked. And he called. He was calling me, calling me, calling me. You know how I woke up on the window. It'd be like, like that. get up, bro, and right felt, now. And like, I felt a lot of pressure from that. Yeah, but Being that he's my friend, it's like he's doing something. It's that your he responsibility. Wants. Like, it's not my responsibility because at the end of the day, he can do what I'm he got to do. I'm a grown-ass man. He's a grown man. I but at the same time, it's like, it's 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm probably just laid up with my chick or something. Why can't I get up to take my boy to a better opportunity? You know what I'm saying? Granted, I ended up being late to work that day myself. My but I ended up falling asleep, <laughs> unfortunately. But the pressure, it was just like, I appreciate that so much. I, I, I just couldn't be a friend yeah. that just laid there knowing that I could have helped somebody better themselves. Yeah. And it's always pressure on me to help people better themselves as far as anything. You doing hair? You doing my hair? Hey, I'm, I'm about to send you clients. Yeah. Because now you're doing my stuff, so now I want people to come to you and support you. Like, I have that kind of pressure. Like, even with this, as you see, I want this to be, like, Good. everything. Bingo. Because the pressure is there. Like, people watching this, people seeing this, like... It has to. It has to. It has to blow. It got to. It is crazy. I feel the. I feel the pressure of the podcast every <laughs> week. Um, it is just. It's so bad because I am like probably my worst like critic. We I put are. the most pressure on me. Like, 
everything I do, I, I need it to succeed in some way. It may not look successful to other people, but like right now, like seeing what our likes are and seeing our followers and seeing people like watch is like what pushes me or whatever. It's like, okay, the pressure I put on myself is like actually working. Um, I have the pressure to always say yes. Mm -hmm. and um it's really bad because it's in like areas in my life that's just it shouldn't be in like um like when I was younger like in college or whatever like I don't even even now actually I don't even put myself in like sexual sexual situations that I don't want to be in because, because you know I literally yes. when I get super uncomfortable something I just be like I'm gonna say yes because it's easier for me to say yes and deal with those like issues later at a later time than pressure pressure sex having pressure sex. sex with women so yeah like have you ever felt like that was pressured by a guy either verbally or non-verbally to where you was like I'm just going to have sex with you. Yes. I, and this yeah. is... And I, you this told is me this the, the Tyler? Yeah. Yes. So, I'll give y'all an example. Y'all, like, don't hate the Tyler. Good y'all don't know who y'all is. So, I was talking to this dude. Fucking couldn't stand him at some point. But it was like, I be moody. So, sometimes I just don't like people or whatever, right? And, um... When I like you, I'm not having sex with you yeah. because why the fuck? You're I, I, I and his penis is already mediocre. So why would I put myself through this trouble when I don't have to? <laughs> and so he got I was on the phone with a friend or something. Whatever it was, we had an argument. And I literally had told him, um, stop arguing me right before I go to sleep. Because I don't like it. Yeah. Like and he still was arguing with me. And he wanted to bitch about why I was laying like on the edge of the bed, because that's where I always lay. But niggas is crazy, so it's fine. Whatever. So that morning. We so that morning, I'm like, all right, I'm about to go to work, but I do want to explain to you why you irritate my fucking soul. And I'm like real serious. Like, this is clearly a breakdown of communication for us, blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, can we just do it? And I'm like, what? do what? He's like, just have sex because we didn't have sex. And I'm like, are you, are you serious? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, so at this point, when I said, when I feel pressured into something, I just be like, yeah, whatever. Because, like, we had already been, he already been bitching about this or whatever for, like, a few other weeks. Like, we didn't have sex. Like, yeah, I don't like you right now. So, I'm not having sex with you because my vagina doesn't want to work with you. But whatever. So, I was like, when he was just like, he kept pressuring and I was just like, fine. I was like, I'm going to get in the shower. I will lay here and you can have sex with me. And I was like, I hope you have some lube because my vagina is not going to work. And he was like, oh, I mean, I can go down to you. And I'm like, I'm really standing him like, really? Are you, and that was a lot of are you getting a lot that of I'm being sarcastic right now? So I'm like, at this point, stupid. And y'all gonna think I'm stupid. I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna just go through this. Because I want to see how far your horrible self is gonna take this. And so I like get out the shower. He goes down to me. I'm like, okay, are you ready? Because this is, I'm ready to go. And so, like, we long. legit, like, have sex. I'm like counting the seconds down for this or whatever. And so after it was over, he was like, oh, I wish it could have been longer. And I'm like, no. No. I don't wish it was longer. And then he was like, oh, we can do it again. I'm like... No, I'm about to run the fuck up out here. That was the last time I talked to him, actually, and the last time we had sex ever. But it was like that pressure, like, was just so overwhelming. Like, it's like nothing that I say. Yeah, he. I don't talk we, to him no I, more. I will say we cannot tell. Like, no, he could. That's I, pretty fair. I, I can. I don't know you what me about laying here like a dead zombie on the I, bed no, was no, not until <laughs> tell time. Because I. It, if a woman tell me just get it over with, I'm like, what? what? Why would you exactly? And then when I told him, I'm I was about like, to have sex with a dead body. I'm not. I literally I'm was not a necromaniac. Okay? <laughs> like I'm not. And I even told him, like, I was like, I hope that you don't have a daughter because if you do, I said, I hope that no man ever, ever puts your daughter into the situation that you put me in. He said, like, Well, you could have just said no. 
I definitely did, uh, dumbass. Like, but and again, I'll take my whole fault into that because again, I let the pressure of him constantly asking me the same question over and over just make me say yes because it was more uncomfortable for me to have to keep saying the same exact thing and saying no than me to just say yes because I can deal with my own trauma by myself. Like, I got a whole therapist for it, so it was like whatever. But it was just the pressure to like do something that somebody else wanted me to do, right. and I had that. And it's just not like it's sex, but it's just with everything. Like, I'm a really busy person. I'm an extremely busy person. I work seventy hours a week. I plan this podcast every week. I try to be a friend. I'm trying to get a nigga on the side and some other things, you know? And, but if somebody that didn't have to do with those works, with this podcast, with the nigga I'm talking to or family, asked me to do something, I'd be like, okay, let me figure it out. And it may be that I'm going to literally be here at the podcast at 10.01 because I was just doing something for somebody else that took me two hours yeah. or whatever. But it's just the pressure that to me, like, I think the pressure to say yes is connected to your work for me. Like, mm. the moment that I say no, it's like, oh, mm. you know, you ain't shit kind of thing. Now, yeah. granted, I do that to some of my friends. Like, I just told my friend, like, oh, for no, he ain't shit. Uh, his, our friendship is very imbalanced because anytime <laughs> he needs anything, because you're my friend. And when I tell you, like, my friend, it's like, I, at this point, see you as an extension of myself. So, mm -hmm. if you need it, we need it. And we got it kind of thing. So, you know, anytime he would need something, I would be there because we're friends or whatever. But I needed something and he's like... Oh, well, I can't. That's that's just what it is. Like, you can't, your foot, something, yeah. thanks. Um, like, you can or whatever. But, like, I think that women alone have a stronger pressure to say yes and to comply than men do. Uh, I, I can agree to that. Yeah, I, can I would agree say to that so. Because women be a little bit more yeah. scared and submissive. That's just like women that go out and... A guy asked them for their number and they feel pressured to say yes, to mm -hmm. say yes because yeah. they don't know what now the guy is going to react. Yeah, because the guy yes. be on some and other I, shit. I can honestly say it took me probably into this year to really like understand that because I've never been that guy that where when a girl sent me the little sign that ah, I got a nigga yeah. where she was lying or she wouldn't be bothered. I'm yeah, gone. I'm gone. I'm not. That I was nigga. never that guy I'm that, never that pressured like, oh, you a girl to give me a number. You can't have friends. You know, so when I will fuck you, bitch. <laughs> yeah, so when no, I start talking to somebody that actually gave their number out a few times because of. Guy was they felt like ah, I've been in situations where yeah, guys did something to my get friends crazy. and things like that. Like I never really realized that a lot of women feel a lot of pressure from guys asking them for their numbers. Even girls that be married, be in relationships, or even just single. Like yeah. it's ridiculous the it amount of pressure that some of these men like put on women. And I will look, tell you, I hate you guys. And this is you the make crazy. it bad look, for guys like me. Look, Diana said, right. Yeah. She, read yeah, she said, it's safer to give my number than to say no. And I think that's so fucked up. Because it is. I, mm -hmm. The way I look at women, like, I like I, I love women. I'm addicted to women. I love women so much. And I value women to such an extent that I never want to make a woman feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's because I grew up in a family of nothing but women. Like yeah, I don't, you was the only boy. I, with you know, three I'm women, literally two like sisters and a mom. two sisters and mom, three or four girl cousins, and I had a few uncles. You know, but I had really nothing but women in my life. My grandma didn't have a, a husband. You know, mm -hmm. so it's like having to like see what they go through. It, it it affected me, you know, like so. It's like no, I can't do that. Like yeah, it's been times where I'd be like, I bitch, I don't give a fuck about your nigga. But most of the time, that's when I'm like, that was when I was like immature as fuck. You know, now it's a completely different version. Um, but as far as like, I feel like I got a pressure to be successful okay. on myself. Um, and I, the reason why I say that is because when I don't feel like I'm moving or doing better, 
I get extremely depressed. I get really down. Like, I don't want to be bothered when shit going wrong. Like, it, fuck, it messes me up because I see what everybody else doing. And I notice everything I don't have. You know, and when I start looking at stuff I don't have, it make me feel some type of way. So, it's like, I have to be successful. That's why it's like, I'm going down to Houston, whether I got to walk down to that bitch with my feet on fire. I don't care. I'm going down there and I'm going to be successful. Everybody keeps saying, oh man, you should wait. You shouldn't just jump into it. No, I'm I've been not telling them to leave. When you're leaving. When you you're know, leaving. Cause get like, on. I have to be successful. Like, I have to. It's, it's really like no choice, you know. Um, because I see what society wants you to have. They want you to have a nice car. They want you to have a nice place to stay. They want you to wear the nicest things. Like, so with success comes money and I have a pressure to have money. Like, I love to be that friend that you could call and be like, let me get $50. Mm -hmm. I love to be that guy that can help. Like, I, I put pressure on myself I to be helpful. I love it and hate it. You don't want to be different. You know, like, I love to be, like, somebody that can, like, benefit someone. You know, mm -hmm. like, it, it's so much stuff. It's I just put pressure on myself to be the version of myself that I look in the mirror that I don't see it. Like, I see, like, parts of them starting to show, but it's mm -hmm. still blurry. Like, I put pressure on myself to clear out all that blur. Mm -hmm. Like, you know. Um, and it's a lot of stuff that is hard for me to get past, you know, and it's like, I've still beat myself up about it. Mm -hmm. However, it's like, I finally got into the point in my life where I love Edward, you know, because I fought, I've, I fought depression oh. for a very long time, you I know, no so, <laughs> so it's we like, once you, once you get to the point where you love yourself, you might still have that pressure, but it doesn't feel as heavy. Now, I was to say, my four points that I'm going to add at the end of this. So, um, not all societal pressure is bad. I think we did try to, like, we talked about all the, like, negative societal pressure. But I think some of the societal pressure does help us get along when we're lost kind of thing. Um, it makes me realize, like, I do want a family because I see yeah. it. Um, so, I will say why that. I don't yes, feel... It's a pressure, but it's not an overwhelming pressure. Yes. It's a pressure that I know that I can obtain it, so I need to do more to help yeah. myself obtain it. It's a pressure that lifts you up. <laughs> yeah, like you some know? pressure is like the motive. Like some motivation. pressure is motivational. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the good thing that we do get from social media and we do get from social society is that you, if you know how to fine tune it and you know how to not let pressure overtake you mm -hmm. and turn it into depression that it could be helpful yeah, because so, you may see that fat girl that got slim because she bust her ass for two years and lost, you know, 300 pounds. Or you may see the, you know, the guy who got like five kids, but just got married and is happily ever after, you know. So you would those. you say pressure is conditional? It's, oh, that's a good one. It's pressure conditional. I think it's situational. Hmm. Yeah. Because... I, yeah, I would, I would say, I, yeah, it is conditional. No, it's because the fact that I want. What's the difference between, would you say, situational and conditional? conditional because they pretty much the same thing. Pretty much thing. the same shit. Situational and conditional. conditional is pretty much the same thing. Because can we Google this? I don't know. Is it the same? I guess it's like synonym, sort of. See, it's a synonym. Like, like you got to look like conditioning the situation. Say conditional, is... like depending on what somebody's condition is, as far as mental state oh, yeah, or okay. things that they've been around no, or things like similar. that. So, can you say that they pressure is conditional for a period of time? 
you know, because of what they're around at that period of time. I mean, yeah, at one point the pressure stops. You know what I mean? If it, if uh, uh, whatever was causing the pressure is no longer presenting itself, then pressure is over. I guess like in Lola's situation, if she was to got up and left, the pressure is gone or, you know. Oh, right? yeah. 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 If you did get a believe, you wouldn't have that much pressure to go. Um, <laughs> yes, and then no, because like in my head was like, yeah, I left that pressure situation then, well, but I was that just wasn't using that as an example. No, I mean, but I get it. But yeah. I'm saying I think that's where like pressure kind of still follows you or whatever. So like, yeah, that moment. I don't know why I keep saying that our live is gone. But people are watching. Are you saw yeah, him? Yeah, everybody's still watching. No, like this is but the third time that yeah, every I time I get back it, in, it says your live is ended. Yeah, mine never said that we. No, we still on. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I don't know. I'm sorry. I be getting distracted, y'all. It's it's the <laughs> we gonna call her Lola distracted. Oh, Lola B B for blonde. blonde. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> it was called me Barry if you're nasty, but it's called me blind if I'm slow. There we go. Oh, I got we it. Go. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. Finally. Yeah, we had no uh, no things. No drops all day. I know. He been dropping. He been dropping. He, he been texting. Just be talking. Just talking. Cause we be in a vibe. We be in a mood. Um, you have four points to this. Oh, was it? Is it not ready for your four points? I mean, I can get my four points now. Okay. You know, we gonna end this like with thirty minutes left. So my four points are like fighting pressure. You know, saying ways to fight against pressure and not to be so can't find overwhelmed. Word. Overwhelmed by it is like remember that the majority is often wrong. The majority of things that we follow, the majority of people that we try to look up to, things like that, they're not always right. You know what I'm saying? You got to understand that point. Mm -hmm. You got to understand. Don't blow things out of proportion. A lot of the times, the reason why we get cracked by pressure is because we blow a lot of our situations out of proportion. We blow a lot of the things that we see mm -hmm. out of proportion because we feel like, oh, my brother is being successful. I'm not there yet. Now you feel in a certain kind of way. You react in a certain kind of way. You, you last. Now you're doing different things. Mm -hmm. But your season is different. You don't mm -hmm. have to take on the pressure because his season was right now. You might develop in a couple more years, my brother. Bingo. Boom. Um, three, develop a strong sense of self. You know what I'm saying? Something we all speak on. Yeah, love yeah. yourself. Being, loving yourself. Yeah. Knowing who you are is the most important thing. And uh, finding people who accept you for who you are. Um, that's one of the biggest things that I can say in the last three, four years that I have really focused on. You got to really find people that accept you for who you are. And when you do that, you won't have as much pressure from the society because you won't care about fitting in to all these demographics and different things that people want to do because you already have your base of what you want to be around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which is why makes we, sense. when you get around certain things, you be uncomfortable. That's not what you want to yeah. be around. You got that pressure. You're like, oh my God, these people are partying all the time. I'm not a partier. You might be a guy that just want to sit around and chill. Or I'm an anime guy. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be mm -hmm. build, go into the pressure. Yeah, to, be, oh, I want to be a sports guy because I'm a guy. Yeah. I'm a guy. I got to know all yeah. about sports. Yeah. No, if you don't want to know all about sports, know all about anime. <laughs> know all about whatever you want to know about. Right. Don't take on that pressure. Find your group of people that accept you for who you are. Yeah. Don't change yourself. Grow. Yeah. You, but you don't have to change yourself. You always need to grow. Everybody needs always to grow. Always grow. You know, like, that's the only thing in life. There's only two things in life that are certain. Change and death. <laughs> like, those are the only two things that are guaranteed. Mm -hmm. You know, so I can definitely understand that for sure. For I sure. think my way to... Um, 
fight societal pressure is to remove it. So social media isn't for everybody. No, social media um, is very toxic. It's sometimes what I really just need to remove myself from social media because I find myself really just comparing where I am to other people. Um and sometimes like yeah, just removing that pressure when you can identify where your pressure is coming from, sometimes it's okay to just remove that element. How you said like I could have just left. Um mm-hmm. in that situation it was a little different because that pressure, yeah, I removed it from that moment, but that but pressure was still back. there. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and if your pressure is a person, if it's not healthy for you, remove it. Remove you know, it's very sure. easy. Um, and then also, like he said before, like everything isn't the way it seems. Not everything happens for everybody when it's supposed to happen. Um, and really just love yourself. I think my my one of my biggest pressures, like I said, other than the saying yes, is like my physical aspect and everything. Mm-hmm. Um and it wasn't until i realized that like i'm a whole ass motherfucking prize fuck like society telling yeah. me how i need to fit into this and fit into that and you know um like i went through a whole natural hair phase like my hair is still natural i just wear weaves and stuff for the simple fact that i'm trying to get my hair back to grow out because i had to cut it mm-hmm. but you know i have no problem with waking up and looking a hot mess and it being perfectly fine because like i don't feel that pressure to be on point all the time and the moment that i stopped feeling the pressure to be on point all the time i became such a happier person you feel like yourself yeah i felt more freer and like i could breathe and like no shade to my whole family but i feel like growing up i always felt the need to like fit a certain like visual thing like we We would always fight like i was the big of the whole perfectly imperfect bro like everything you had like my facebook name used to be blank perfectly imperfect blank because it was real government name so we ain't saying that but um perfectly imperfect would it be safe to say that in some instances um it is pressure that we put on ourselves Mm -hmm. yeah for sure yeah you know what I mean? Not so much of society putting it on us. It's our pressure, our pressure on ourselves I, to fit into what society says is the, the trend. Good 70-30. I say that. Good 70-30. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good 70-30. Yeah. 60-40. 60% ourselves, 40% from society, depending on the person. Yeah. Because I think society, uh, society, you know what I'm trying to say. The world. <laughs> the world. Say the world. The world. The world. <laughs> um, <laughs> the world is all about making money. So, if if everything stayed the same, there would be not too many pressures that the world can make money off of, you know. So they bring in new aspects and new media, social media. Media is what the world looks at and looks up to. Yeah, I wonder if they had you know, those pressures back before the media took off. They did. They absolutely did. Social media adds so much aspect and then they, to the pressure. They, they, they introduced this, this, this less abrasive word for uh, this thing that we're talking about. And, and and made it a superpower that people can have. What was the less abrasive word? Yeah, influencer. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. That's what I was getting. Facebook. At. Yes. And then when you couple that with social media, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you can't be uh, influencer if influ- you ain't got social media, right? Well, well, well yeah, well, yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's I guess before social media, they would call it an ambassador. Yeah, but now yeah. it's a it's if, a it's, it's an influencer because mm-hmm. they're influencing, yeah, influencing the pressure. Influencing you or pressuring you into being you know, a certain into, kind of you know way. I mean that's what commercials do. That's what a commercial is. is. You know, they spend they spend they spend two hundred million dollars on a thirty second Super Bowl commercial to get you to influence you to pressure you to buy a Twinkie. 
Why? Like because Twinkies. they knew that. See, look, I, I already all I said was Twinkies, and it activated her senses, her pressures. Now she <laughs> want to go get a Twinkie for the, years. Now she <laughs> want to go get a Twinkie when she leave here from the gas station. <laughs> do they even sell Twinkies anymore? Yes, 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 they, yes they do. That was like the only food that they say could survive, like a that never so go bad. A nuclear holocaust. Yeah. So is it safety? Was this the Simpsons or Family Guy? If it could survive, it was Family Guy. Family Guy. Is that safety? It was McDonald's French fries as well. Dog, because them fries be looking the exact same from day one to two hundred years ago. Hey, your granddad probably got a French fry from back when McDonald's when he went his day. That probably still look fresh. No, they probably probably was fresh. I'm about to sit up here and save a French fry. From my firstborn and tell her, don't eat this shit because this was when you was created. <laughs> this French fry is older than you and it yes, looks younger I, than you. Definitely be like, listen, and we had some fries that night. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you say your ways to like kind of fight um, societal pressure? Um, like I, y'all pretty much said said it all, but um, do you have a the, I do have. A plan. Oh, okay. Always. I just was like, I wasn't I, sure. Yeah. Um. I'm going to read the new poem that I just wrote. Oh, about, shit, you wrote new poems. I did write a, I oh, wrote a new poem. Okay. I, um, your poetry guy. Yeah, you know, I uh, I haven't been able to write a poem in a while, uh, but I found a muse. I found a muse. It was, it was interesting. That's so awesome. I, I'll read about that. But um, it was really to fall in love myself, falling in love with myself and taking myself um, out of what everybody thinks. Like, stop caring about what everybody thinks. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I stopped caring about having a need in Nike jogging suit. Like, when I stopped caring about that, I was like, what can I do? Oh, brand myself. I got my own brand. Fuck y'all. Um, and I stopped caring that I wasn't the guy that watched sports all the time. My folks come up to me talking about sports like, did you watch the game last night? I'm like, no. <laughs> no, I didn't. No. Nope. Sure the fuck didn't. And then they look. I'm like, fuck, I'm looking at you right back. No, I didn't. So it was like really just... Once I fell in love with myself and stopped caring about what everybody thought, the pressures of the world no longer meant as much to me. Now, mm-hmm. granted, I still want the pressure. Of, I don't want. I, I don't want a nice car because society, uh, the world wants you to have a nice car. You want a nice car just so you could drive it. In I car. like the way I look in a nice car. I like to dress up. I like to wear suits. You know, like I don't need. I don't need what everybody else needs. I don't need a million pair of shoes. I literally have a friend who has about 300 pair of shoes gym shoes not dress shoes not not even counting his dress shoes and stuff like that but about two pair of shoes damn near every other week you know like does he wear them all he got shoes in boxes that he still has not taken out the box Mm. you know and it's like okay if if you if you but you like nice things like i don't need i don't need a ferragamo belt or a gucci belt but you I ain't want pressured one. into that stereotype of i want one though having this expensive thing you know like i don't need to do that like granted everything like as far as like having like designer things it's more for when i dress up in suits when i take care of business like i really want i, I don't want my regular you 20 feel like money. 20 yes but is that pressure no. Because of what society already has, as far as what no. it looks like, to... it's 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 what it makes me feel like. Like, I, I my suits cost a hundred dollars. I look better than some people in five hundred thousand dollar suits. You know, like, but I do like a nice belt. I like a, I like the way the belt buckle look. You know, I don't want a Gucci belt. Yeah, I, I just don't want one. But I like Ferragamo because it's subtle. You know, and I almost went and bought one when I was in Houston, but. 
fuck that bitch. Fuck, fuck the lady. She just looked at me like I ain't had no money. And I really don't understand why when I was completely dressed in a full-blown ass suit. You see your skin like, bitch. <clears throat> he was in Texas. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good point, too. Like, you know, I was talking earlier about the whole, like, plastic surgery. You know, just to say, like, sis, if, you know, getting a fat ass and some new titties make you happy, then that's cool, too. Like, oh, if yeah. you don't like yeah. it about yourself, fix it. But my fear is that are we not liking it about ourselves based on what society says? Are we not liking mm. it about ourselves just because we are looking at it? And those are two different, yeah, and those are two different things or whatever. So, yeah, like, it's, it's no problem with wanting a better shape. It's no problem with wanting that expensive car or wanting anything. It's just you got to make sure that your motives for wanting it is not based because, because of something that you've you seen or because money. of society. Bingo. Um, so, with that being said, we are getting closer to the end. We're going to probably end a little early. Yeah. Um, because sleep is nice yeah. and but <laughs> per it is i'll be sleepy y'all so per usual thank you guys so much for watching don't end yet don't don't leave yet because yeah. we're still talking um because that sounded like we was in it right like thank you guys for watching nah but um make sure you tune in every wednesday at 10 p.m yes. on facebook live at least me and ignite will be here and then we may be having special guests and then in a few weeks we're gonna have to say goodbye to yes. our ed mclovin and then maybe unfortunately Yes, I'm going to be very sad, but we're figuring out some things, yes, we're so we're going to have some lead, special you know? segments. So definitely yeah. shoot us with y'all ideas, y'all got any good topics y'all want to see us talk, anything y'all want to mm -hmm. see us talk about, definitely let us know, we yeah. open to anything. Right, make um, sure y'all like, subscribe, comment, send it to your friends, send it to your friends' friends, spam people's inboxes. Yeah, for and sure. And the like button, hit that like button. Um, And the follow button, because apparently if you don't lick or click... Right. If you don't click, click, if you don't lick the page, if you, you don't get click a notification. Follow it. I don't think it tells you when we go live, so that could be one of the issues. Um, yeah. Also, follow our Instagram, which is pretty dope ish podcast, podcast all one word um and we did add a spotify for those who don't necessarily like to listen i mean who like to watch and you just want to listen so you can find the pretty dope ish podcast on spotify and then we also post blogs that um give a summary of the episode and you can watch it on sevenmileradio.com go to some link and go to yeah it's there but i can't explain it but it's there <laughs> it's you go seven mile radio.com you're gonna see where it's pretty dope ish and it'll be blogs um and we'll be song. adding just different blogs too on there just yeah. about different things throughout so make sure you tell people to follow us um for our we haven't done one of these formally because we've been having guests that have kind of been our black business spotlight um but we're talking about societal pressure um, not necessarily, not sure about that yet, Tanisha, but, um, with societal pressure, it could be difficult to handle that by yourself. Um, we're really big on mental health, especially black mental mm -hmm. health. I'm going to repost our, um, therapist that we did, um, suggest and just have out there so you can guys to go see. That'll be another um, episode. It, what, black Mit mental health? Oh, y'all, let me tell you, when you ask for something, you shall receive it. I'm telling you, before Ignite came on here that same day, I was like, I'm going to be done. I'm over this. Like, I'm a little stressed out. I can do with less stress in my life. And then he just came, and he's been so helpful to just keep me on track, keep Ed on track. If y'all can't tell, Ed is a whole totally different person when Ignite is in his presence. Yeah. That's true friendship. <laughs> um, But... I was going to have to ramble a little bit. Thank yeah. God you came back. Because I was like, oh shit, he just left me about to do the poem. Yeah, so, no, right. per usual, until 
you leave. Yes. We end our shows with a poem by our own Ann McLovin. Yes. So yes. I'll let you start. All right. So I want y'all to bear with me. Um, like I said, uh, I needed. I haven't wrote any new poems in a while. Um, but I wrote this poem. It's called A Trip to Houston. And it was because I had I had a, a muse. Uh, Shout out to Rod. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Letter to Houston. Muse. That's what it should have been called. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, um, it goes, I was enticed by her smile, but she had this look in her eyes. And she said I wasn't her type because she didn't like skinny guys. Somehow we got around to grab drinks this one night. Laughter and stories poured out like liquor that night. I finally got to be myself for once in my life. I was sick because I found a chick I really liked. The night was coming to an end, but we both wanted it to continue. So she said, let's watch anime, but sex is definitely not on the menu. On our long drive back, more stories got revealed. And somehow she found a nigga that was a lot more than real. We got to the room and she said she had a long day. So before we watch anime, before we watch anything, I need a shower, okay? I thought nothing of it because I said I'd behave. But when she got out the shower, seduction was written all over her face. Time stopped when... I saw her smile and look down, so I approached the girl with nothing on but a towel. She looked, she looked me in my eyes, and I almost froze. But then I pulled her closer just to let her know. I know what you said, but I feel that's not that's not long that's no longer true. So, she says, "Well, what are you gonna do?" I placed my I placed my hand on the right side of her cheek, looked her deep in her looked deep in her eyes as she started blushing at me. We kissed passionately. Her knees started to get weak. And she looked at me in my eyes and said, no one has ever kissed her like me. Our night continued. That's all I'm going to say. But who would have knew a night in Houston would lead me to play? Hey, Edward about to be getting some. I love that. Loving. Okay. Warning. You are now tuned in to Seven Mile Radio. <laughs>